VHS Cold. Yeah. Alright. You gonna play the whole song? <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> I'm listening to a lot of uh, uh, 80s Japanese synth pop. Nice, that's pretty good. I've been listening to um, disco. Disco? Like the, the Brothers Gib? A little bit, yeah. Like um, Blondie? A little, little Blondie in there? No, mostly... Um, Disco from Black Folk. Oh, okay. So, like, yeah. funk. Mm, yeah, more <laughs> funk-inspired stuff, yeah. But uh, I have been listening to Bee Gees a little bit. I like, well, you should be dashing. I really like that song. <laughs> 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 so, we missed, a, we missed a week because... Weather. The weather did it, basically. Yeah, I mean, my, there, was a, there was a storm, and about half my roof was gone. Yeah, so there's a monsoon, which Arizona's supposed to have monsoons in the summertime. We got a monsoon season. I don't know, the years we've lived here, they've gotten weaker, and then also, like, the last five years, we didn't really have them at all. But they decided to come <laughs> They back. came roaring back this yeah. year. Oof. Saturday, when we usually record, uh, the power over here was out for 10 hours, I think. It got hot. And also, yeah, half your roof got blown off, and then we spent couple days uh, covering your roof is it still good because it was rainy and windy yesterday too yeah i had to go up on the roof yesterday morning and like the you know I, towards the end of the day when it got hot and we were all tired and ready to die the, mm-hmm. the those pieces had come up a little bit so i just nailed them back down yeah um, but i think they're okay half-assed at the end yeah. <laughs> let's fucking get done it's noon getting cooked <laughs> yep uh, as far as i know no water has gotten in since then i'm still yeah. waiting for my insurance company so that's you know fun so far, yeah. so good. Luckily, there's um, more storms coming, right? I think it's yeah, I know. Yeah, like tomorrow Wednesday, and next week, yeah, something like oh, that yeah, too. Well, well, basically, tonight. every day is like, yeah, there's a chance it's going to rain tonight. It's like, mm, okay, I guess. I know that uh, the other day I woke up at five thirty in the morning. I went outside and it was already eighty one degrees and like eighty percent humidity. So that, you know, Arizona's real fun. It fucking sucks outside the last few days. <laughs> it's nice <laughs> it's for hundred degrees and humid as shit. Yeah. It's nice uh, for a little bit when it rains. Like when the storm comes in, it's windy and raining. It's like, oh, nice. And then as soon as the storm is over, about 15 minutes later, it's like, well, this fucking sucks. That's uh, the weather report from VHS Colts. So that's the name of this podcast, by the way. I'm Kyle. I am Iron Man. Iron Man. Or Sean. Hey, chumps want to podcast. Speaking of Iron Man, and not really Iron Man, but I just want to again say that I, I, I've, I've called, I called Loki. I don't think we talked about it on the show, but after the first episode, I told her and turned to the kids. I'm like, yeah, this is gonna be Kang. Kang the Conqueror. so uh, spoilers, it's Kang. Oh, well, I'm sorry, or Mortis or whatever his other fucking million. Tony word. Stark. Yeah, <laughs> Tony Stark. Yeah, from an alternate dimension where he's more accurate. Like of a billionaire. Tony Fart. <laughs> Hey. Uh, he was a he was a decently accurate representation of a billionaire until about twenty minutes into Iron Man, the first one. Iron Man, he learned a valuable lesson about not letting metal get too close to your heart. <laughs> hey, chumps, want a podcast? The tales all the time. So remember, hey, chump, want a game? I do. We talked about that before in the, yeah. the Pizza Hut basketball. Pizza Hut. I I was obsessed with palming a basketball my entire life because of that. Uh, that commercial. 
Yeah, because it made you look cool because you could go to the chumps and be like, want a game? Now I can do it, but I don't. My yes, hips and back don't cooperate as well with the, the gaming aspect. They don't, I also don't run into chumps very often because I don't go outside. <laughs> I run into plenty of chumps on the internet, though. Nothing with chumps for days. The internet is just full of chumps. Uh, this episode is called Still Was a Diver and She's Always Down. I was listening to Interpol before we started. Do you remember that song? I do. I, I, I always, uh, it's strange that the song starts with um, them doing the uh, uh, affectation of a bad British accent. <laughs> like maybe the Beatles are introduced in the song. It's called Still as you dive where she's always still. The Beatles have pretty good British accents, you know, except for George. Liverpool. They talk a really little slower and pretty relaxed. I know, you know, it's just me, Paul McCartney. I'm just a little bippity boppity boop, you know. Oh, that reminds me. Mom told me to tell you to watch the Paul McCartney Rick Rubin documentary on Hulu. Oh, yeah, I saw that. I wonder if it was going to be good. Well, um. I watched Fire I was waiting because, uh. What's his face? Peter Jackson's doing a Beatles documentary, so I was kind of holding off on my Beatles shit. Whoa! If it, what his World War One documentary, remember they restored all that footage and shit. Oh yeah, yeah. When, what was it called? When we were young or something like that. Something uh, nostalgic sounding. Yeah, there was like some real uh, some some feelings in the title already. Yeah, some. But there's a, it was a technical marvel. So if he does that with Beatles footage, that'd be pretty tight. Yeah, I think it originally was supposed to come out in theaters, but I think it's on HBO and it's like a longer format than they originally intended. I don't know. I haven't really been paying attention to it. I'm just waiting for it to come out and then I'll watch it. The beat all. Can't wait until the um, Rick Rubin does one with uh, Iggy Pop about the Stooges. <laughs> yeah, that's probably the <laughs> They had some classic albums. <laughs> Fucking love the Stooges. You're more of a Beatles guy. guy. I'm more of a Stooges guy. I don't consider them contemporaries necessarily. (laughs) No, but as far as like sacred cow, like rock and roll goes. I mean, I consider the Stooges a sacred cow. Stooges more my vibe. I don't really get. But I definitely, uh, I definitely fuck more with like the Beatles or the Kinks than the Rolling Stones. I really like um, Under My Thumb. (laughs) Now that's a fucking good song. (laughs) But yeah, I agree. Uh, I watched Space Jam, the second one. Space, come on to jam if jam. you want to slam. I, I feel like people have forgotten how bad the original Space Jam was. Uh, it's, it's, it's about as equal. <laughs> it's too long. They spend too much time with like Don Cheadle's character. Um, and like the basketball game is not as fun as it should be. But like, mm. I, I actually think the animated section is kind of good. That's interesting. I just I don't have any desire to watch it. I mean, I yeah, but I, I, you know, the kids are going to. What else am I going to watch with the kids on a Friday night? Fear Street, 1960 or 1666. You mean the the witch knockoff? Yeah, I watched it. I've watched the first two parts. I haven't gotten to the third one yet. I will say, um, I actually think this might be the best part. It looks pretty good. It's got like that expensive Netflix car commercial, like expensive camera look to it. That, that's just fucking digital photography. Yeah, it's, but I mean, at least they use color and shit, though. So I like that aspect of it. I appreciate, like, the scream homage to the opening of the first one. I like the... I mean, it's they're basically... So the first one's opening is scream, and then they kind of go off and do their own thing for a little bit to establish the lore. And then the second one is obviously Friday the 13th, Sleepaway Camp, The Burning, like all the summer, yeah, those summer flashers. Camp shits. And then this third one is, yeah, they just made The Witch, basically. Which is, I mean, you don't have to... Not every horror movie needs to be some groundbreaking horror. It can be some pulpy, 
wearing your references on its sleeve sort of thing. I just that just means it's not really going to stand the test of time. But I appreciate that they at least you know are referencing like some of my favorite horror movies <laughs> and Friday the Thirteenth. <laughs> yeah, I like the burning and sleepaway camp, obviously, but I don't like the first Friday the Thirteenth that much. I like Friday the Thirteenth Part Two. I think that one's actually I think part a pretty two good might horror be my movie. Favorite one. That one's like actually a pretty good horror movie, and then the ones that follow it are like fun in that like campy. This is stupid as hell sort th- of way. Isn't the consensus like the Jason Lives is the best one, Part Five, right? Yeah, I, I depends on who you ask and what they're looking for. I think for people that are fans specifically of the series or just um, franchise horror in general, I think the fifth one is everyone's favorite. Yeah, who knows? I'm sure it depends on the person. I'm mean, Jason X is pretty tight. The space one, remember the robot's nipples <laughs> just fall off. So fucking funny. <laughs> I like when the robot's nipples fall off. That's funny. I like when he uh, they make a hologram and he uh, puts a hologram on a. Uh, sleeping bag and beats the other hologram to death with it. Yeah, that's pretty tight. That's like Star Trek. I actually really like I thought Freddy vs. Jason was fun too. I don't remember it too much because I only I only remember watching it that one time with you when we were like in high school and it came out on DVD. I think I watched it twice. Well, I mean, Jason X was on HBO all the time. That's the reason we liked it so much. Yeah, and it was on Netflix for years too. (laughs) Not anymore. Netflix doesn't have any movie that was made before like 2015 anymore. It's crazy. Yeah, well, that's because uh, everyone's doing their own streaming service. So are, are all the Friday the 13th on Paramount Plus? I don't know. HBO Max seems... They were on Amazon Prime for a while, too, weren't they? I remember we watched them for yeah, the stream. Yeah, Amazon right? had them for a while. Um, HBO Max seems to be the best mainstream streaming service if you want to watch anything made before, like, 2015. But even that, it's like... I don't know. They have the Lady Snowblood collection, if anyone wants to check that out. Do they have Casablanca, though? I don't know. They should, shouldn't they? They're Warner Brothers. Shit, Speaking man. of Space Jam. Space Jam. Come on and jam. So many goddamn references. Yeah, that's too bad. I feel like they... they Some of them were other... Again, like the animated section I where they made the references that were fun, but then like when they just filled the crowd with a bunch of... Uh, hey, I'm, I remember this? Yeah. I remember this? They're, they're from a Clockwork Orange. Remember this? Yeah, I don't know. I just I thought that was a little weird. I thought the the formula of it basically just being the Looney Tunes, uh, I I like that more. I think and just stick with the Looney Tunes. I don't care. Like, oh, Mad Max, wow, wow, you own a lot of properties. Warner Brothers, wow, wow, Batman is Batman. In it? Uh, yeah, they sort of. They show them um, a couple times, and they definitely reference them. Yeah, he, he doesn't talk though. It's sure it's not as good as uh, Batman referencing Gremlins too. <laughs> it's not as good as the Hulk Hogan reference in Gremlins 2. Speaking of Gremlins 2, Joe Dante, big fan of Looney Tunes. That's why he went on to make uh, Back in Action, I think is what it was. I actually like Back in Action better than either Space Jam movie, probably. Yeah, I think he, we've talked about this before. But also, a, Gremlins definitely in Space Jam 2. There's a quote getting passed around where they asked him about Space Jam specifically, but then he's just kind of talking about how the Looney Tunes have out, already outlived their relevancy and they won't be able to capture that like lightning in a bottle ever again. So it's useless to keep um, reestablishing them and trying to re 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 patriot them or whatever. And I was like, yeah, I kind of ah, feel like you, if you just go back and watch the original Looney Tune cartoons, they, they don't, it's not like they don't hold up. Oh no, they're all, most of them are still great. Yeah. Looney Tunes, for what they were, the time period they existed in, like, like that's that's amazing shit. It's but that's the problem with most things is like Star Wars, right? 
tight as shit, really, if you sit back and think about what into went into making the original trilogy. They don't didn't need to keep making them. They just get worse and stupider, right? I don't, the, the problem with uh, media in general, I guess, is just the recapitulation of the same ideas over and over again because of copyright <laughs> Yeah, that's not stopping Fear Street, though. Oh no, there's going to be a Fear Street Part Six. I was thinking more like I guess it falls under parody or something, right? If they're just stealing the motif. <laughs> <laughs> It's like Quentin Tarantino made a horror movie. I don't know about all that. Yeah, <laughs> a little unfair to Quentin Tarantino, but fuck it. When the power was out, speaking of watching movies, um, I was like, shit, I can't do anything because without power, you can't get on the internet and stuff. I don't know if you knew that, but like, Wi-Fi doesn't I'm, work. So I'm generally familiar, although if you had a cell phone, potentially that would still work. Well, I had my I had my trusty laptop, which was luckily fully charged, and I have some movies on it. And I was like, I know what to do. I'll watch Whisper of the Heart. That's a good, like, summer feel-good movie. I, I saying that, I hadn't watched it in, like, 10 or 15 years. Yeah, I feel like that you've missed the mark a little bit there. And I was like, oh, whoops. <laughs> 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 and so I um, lost some of my muscle mass that night because it made me cry. Uh, Is that, that what happens? You cry? Yeah, if you cry, mass? you lose Is that the, who, which uh, fucking pseudo-intellectual said that on Twitter? I actually saw um, some a Korean woman mention it on a Korean TV show, so I think it might be like a cultural thing in Korea that they have the concept of. But obviously, it's probably not true. But um, yeah, so I lost muscle crying because it's like uh, listeners. I'm a loser. You don't have to listen to me about anything except for movies. So my opinions about movies are great. Aside from that, I don't know. What I'm talking about most of the time, but I, mean, I will I know say everything. The message of the film is like, follow your dreams, you know, walk your own path, blah, blah, blah. I did that, all right? And it fucking sucks. Now I'm a 35-year-old loser. Here's what you need to do. If you get the opportunity, you need to die in a knife fight in your 20s. <laughs> I thought it was going to be like a real swerve here. Conform. If you get the opportunity, conform. <laughs> Sell gone. out. Sell your soul. <laughs> I haven't gone that low yet. I think when I hit 40, if I'm still a big loser, then that'll probably be my, my <laughs> that'll be your new, your new Yeah, right now, though, it's just, just die young, tragically. <laughs> die in, like, a game of chicken or a knife fight. Any sort of uh, situation. Game of chicken? What? Is this 1950? <laughs> yeah, anything you can sort of situation you could find yourself in in the 1950s is how you need to go out. <laughs> you need to die in a, a Teen Wolf-style uh, car surfing accident. <laughs> exactly. Something cool. Something that the ladies will dig. Die young, leave a beautiful corpse. Mm hmm. Yes, I watched Whisper of the Heart and I was like, Kyle, you fucking blew it! <laughs> <laughs> You blow it. Remember in Billy Madison, the best part of the movie for some reason? I love that part. You <laughs> blow it. <laughs> Sandman still got it. Yeah. Adam Sandler, unstoppable. Uncut Gems, great movie. Thanks, Adam Sandler. Safety Brothers, they had a little bit to do with it, but it was mostly Adam Sandler. Mostly the Sandman. Uh, again, if anybody's not seen Sandman's most recent Netflix special... You should watch it. It's pretty good. Oh, I didn't ever end up watching it. Hmm. Yeah, I have, so you should, well, I would say to do that after this, but there's a there's a finals game on, so I don't know what you're playing. Yeah, uh, I watch basketball, and then I don't have much free time right now because uh, I'm currently becoming uh, an aficionado on Japanese film. I'm even watching Toriyama's Nemesis. Just watching it every important. I don't know. Basically, I'm just watching every fucking Japanese movie that I can find because. Uh, 
I guess <laughs> I'm a I'm a weeb, different kind of weeb. Though. I don't care about anime at all. I think anime is bad, <laughs> but I watch uh, every like Obayashi movie. Um, Obayashi, the hot dog eater? No, Obayashi, the guy that made House oh. and uh, Hanagatami, which I fucking love Hanagatami. I do like I do like manga much more than anime though. But uh, I mean that's just like I don't know. I've said this before, but I generally prefer reading to books or to movies or TV shows. Well, the, the, with manga, because of how um, cheaply and shittily made anime is now, like visually, uh, it's like the, the manga loses like all of its character when it's translated to anime now. It's so like flat and lifeless. I do feel like a lot of anime just kind of looks and moves the same. Oh, I that's the... because it's a lot of computer-assisted animation. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I saw the trailer for Chainsaw Man, the anime. And I, I was like, this fucking doesn't look anything like the manga. It's like, it, I don't know. Maybe it'll be cool. I'll probably check it out just because Chainsaw Man is cool. But there's like so much character. And, you know, like the personal touch, the magic of the mangaka, the, the people that make it, you know, it's like it, that doesn't get translated to the anime. So it, I don't I don't know how to explain it. It's just it's not ever as good. Yeah, I mean, Unless it's, it's, it's like, been true for a long time, too. Yeah. Like even like Akira is just part of the manga, you know? Berserker. It's also Akira. It was made by the mangaka, right? It's Otomo. Yeah, I and mean, that's a little different too. Yeah, you know what I mean. That's not a situation that arises very often. So, yeah, and so whatever. Yeah, I don't really like anime, so I'm not like the stereotypical weeb. I just uh, like Japanese movies a lot. They have uh, sensibilities that I enjoy. I like when they mix um, extreme violence and eroticism. Do I have a snuff film for you? <laughs> that's my kind of thing. That's what I'm into. That sort of thing is my bag. Baby. 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 Yeah, but I gotta watch the finals. Watch the books. <laughs> Hopefully get trounced. 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 Get eliminated. Get destroyed. I don't give a fuck about Wisconsin. <laughs> Who I does? Wisconsin. I honestly, I... <laughs> I mean, where even is Milwaukee? It's Wisconsin? Oh, God. Yeah. When the series started, I was like... Psh- Sons of four, fuck these clowns. <laughs> now you're like, goddamn Giannis. Yeah, Eastern Conference. I don't think so. Only in the NCAA tournament does the Midwest do well. Why is that? Why are all these like hell white, like Kentucky and Connecticut and Indiana and shit, so good at college basketball? Um, it's because well, here's the the big payout in in college sports is is football and basketball, right? So yep. if you're Football program does really well, and then your basketball program is going to do really well, and vice versa. Then, so it's all these fucking shit heels in the Midwest. Oh shit! Why isn't it? I, also, let's be fair. Arizona State has won a. I'm not uh, University UCLA. of Arizona. U of A has won a couple times. And That's UCLA, UCLA, yeah. But um, you don't ever see Texas teams winning the NCAA tournament, do you? I feel like you don't yeah. see Texas too much. That's they love football there, though. They just love that football. There's not I good at it. <laughs> I think I had. So. I was talking to like our old high school history teacher about this one time about mm-hmm. how like no one watches the college world series. Oh yeah, man, who gives a fuck about baseball? I don't think anyone even watches the regular world series except for I don't know, Japan. Japanese people <laughs> like baseball, not me. Yeah, the, Did you ever uh, see the uh, George Carlin joke comparison comparing uh, football and, and baseball and like the 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 whimsy of America? I'm sure I've seen it. I, I can't specifically recall it but well damn it it doesn't make sense unless you, you recall it so let's just oh. move on 
Let's move on. Yeah, the uh, two big American sports, football and baseball, are both incredibly unappealing to me. Football? Pretty much just like basketball. And then uh, I like to watch soccer and rugby, but only when it's nation against nation. I like when the stakes are really high in rugby and uh, soccer. (laughs) That's really the only time I watch soccer is international soccer. I don't really care yeah. about the the, uh, the regular leagues. Um, I mean, if people ask me, like, if I have a favorite Premier League team, then I'll just say Liverpool FC, just because Liverpool is the capital of Ireland. But um, that's that's it. You know, like, there's always um like uh, millennial white women complaining about uh, Zoomers, and then Zoomers complaining about um, millennials, like on TikTok and shit, which is weird enough as it is, anyways. But it's like, um, you fools still use, you got side parts and skinny jeans and blah, blah, blah. I was thinking about pants fashion as it is. Yeah. Jinko jeans is is where it's at. Well, puffy and big. There is kind of, um, some ironic, uh, fashion involving like big pants and stuff again, but mostly like the, uh, one of the goth rave kid shit that people used to wear. Oh my God. What the, ugh. But, um, I was thinking like, so. Uh, as far as like pants for women, like I think mom jeans look good and high waisted jeans and like oversized. I jeans don't. I, I've always hated mom jeans. I still hate mom jeans. I just think of our aunt and her fucking mom jeans uh, and her vests. Well, I'm thinking also of that's... like um, cute girls, I guess. Cute women. <laughs> well, here's the thing: cute women look cute in anything. Yeah, but anyways, my point I was gonna get to is uh, the the same doesn't really apply for like current like dude fashion where they're wearing like dad jeans and New Balances, you know, like normcore shit. I don't like that, but I was thinking since like the '90s are kind of coming back, right? They're they're basically just re, they're just wearing like '90s fashion, right? Um, mm. I fucking hope like Dickies make a comeback, man. I'll start wearing Dickies again. <laughs> Not me. I, I'm wearing basketball shorts for the rest of my life. You can't stop me. Well, yeah. I mean, if I have to go outside, I'll start wearing Dickies again. <laughs> Like, I hope that shit comes back. You tuck your white t-shirt into your dickies, man. Got <laughs> your little gold chain. You're ready. Hell yeah, that's what's up. I'm down ready for that. Ready to be mocked? That would be the fucking coolest dude on the block. <laughs> I'm going to make fun of you. Nah, I'm, I'm going to start. I'm going to get to it. I'm going to bring him back myself. Where the dickies? <laughs> You're too old to start a fashion trend and not famous enough. Hmm, that's a good point. I think it's more the fame than anything. Yeah, you just got to be in a Wes Anderson movie, and then you'll make it. Yeah, someone said uh, Wes Anderson movies lack humanity. And what? Like, You're a professional critic. You suck. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking dumb, huh? It's like, oh, I can't, I can't get through this very thin layer of like uh, comedy to understand the humanity of this film. Remember when uh, Ben Stiller's character uh, turns to uh, his his Royal Tenenbaum in the Royal Tenenbaums and says, "Dad, I've had a really rough year," and he's about to break down. No, that, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. There's no humanity. In this <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or like the end of Life Aquatic when he he sees the jaguar shark again. He says, "I wonder if he remembers me," and starts crying. Hmm. Honestly, just the beginning of the fucking Life Aquatic when he pops out of the sea, he's like, "A shark, a shark!" <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's fun. That's the shark. That's fun. <laughs> I mean, it's funny, but it is also like. Um, Sad. <laughs> yeah, because it's Bill. Bill Murray's really good at that, obviously. Um, yeah, so uh, there's a lot of um, there's been a lot of dis- discourse, as they say on Twitter, about Wes Anderson, mostly because um, the French Dispatch premiered at Cannes, so everyone's talking about it and shit. And it's just like, yeah, but I don't get to see it till October, so who gives a fuck? 
I don't know. People are dumb. I can't be on the internet anymore. I just fucking can't stand anyone else's opinion about stuff. <laughs> That's kind of how I feel. Yeah. I, I mean, I'll say this as far as Wes Anderson goes. You know what I mean? Like, uh, the auteur filmmakers I grew up with, I'd much rather watch, like, a Wes Anderson or a Coen Brothers movie than, uh, than like, Quentin Tarantino. I don't know what that says about me. I, for me, Coen Brothers and Tarantino are probably in the same realm, but I do like Wes Anderson a little bit more. And I understand you can get tired of his style. Like I, I don't think I could just endlessly watch Wes Anderson movies, but every time I watched a Wes Anderson movie, I was like, ah, oh, that was fulfilling. It made me feel good. Well, I think Wes Anderson's a good filmmaker. I understand um, he's not to everyone's taste or whatever, but I just think it's the uh, sort of exaggeration that... And it's because of social media, because I mean, having the hottest takes makes you the coolest guy. But just the exaggeration and like just made up shit people say to defend like their point or to make a point about <laughs> art or media or culture or anything in general. They're just the weirdest shit. Like, Shut up! I got a, fucking dumb. <laughs> I got in a weird argument over climate change with somebody again. But this is uh, they were like their whole thing was like billionaires are going to leave to outer space and 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 fuck off and it's going to be so much different. And, and, and like I don't know. What are you seeing that th- makes you think that anybody is going to be able to escape into outer space at this point? You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, they're not... There's not I, like there's, there's some very basic health things in outer space that we have not conquered. Like, you can't stay in space for more than, like, a year and a half. There's also, like, not even close to enough time for them to figure out how to get to space. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It just seemed like the dumbest fucking argument in the world. Yeah. It's fun to like think of the, the the apocalyptic sort of exaggeration of like the planet burning uh, all of us here and then them fleeing in like their space arcs or whatever. But like that fantasy sci-fi shit's not gonna happen. <laughs> They're just gonna um, buy up all the land in a relatively safe place and uh, see how it goes. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like climate change realistically probably will not be the extinction of the human race. Oh no! Um, it's just gonna severely. It, it may uh, com- it. Com- severely hurt human society. You know what I mean? Human civilization for long term, but yeah, humans will probably survive, and not in not on Mars either. No, I'm, humans are pretty resilient. I just uh, the, the 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 structure of society and the convenience and uh, I don't know, a majority of what we accomplished i guess in air quotes as over the last couple hundred years we'll probably see some regression yeah but probably a pretty big regression unless things change in the next 10 years it's already even kind of too late for um a lot of things so it's well okay i don't know the problem i don't have a lot of faith that we're gonna prevent it or well, I don't think we're gonna prevent it. it. I think or... we might uh, mitigate some of the, the absolute worst. I don't see if it gets that bad. I mean, yeah. the problem is how quickly does it happen and how much action do we take? I mean, what's happened with COVID has kind of made me think that um, um, we're incapable of uh, doing anything like that. Yeah, yeah, because <laughs> just the uh, the amount of propaganda people just fucking eat up is ridiculous. You know what well, I mean? Like, thing with the Joe Biden said like Facebook is killing people this week, and he's probably right. The 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 invention of the iPhone fucking destroyed the world because it let like regular people get on the internet and get like wrapped up in conspiracy bullshit. Not yeah, even like, conspiracy, just like weird like yeah, just the weird shit that was on the internet to thinking. begin with. But they didn't have any they didn't have any compass for how to navigate it. Not like I'm we're superior beings because we grew up on the internet or whatever, but like I am. There's a part of 
being on the internet like that where in the back of your mind everything you read every interaction you have you're completely distrustful of what anyone's saying you know what i mean <laughs> that, that's like, true every time i see something online i'm like mm, let me double yeah. check and but like the, the the boomers and the zoomers and the normies and shit who got online because of smartphones and shit like they for some reason they just they have like no skepticism they're not willing to do like any secondary thought to anything they come across so it's easy to manipulate them and they get people get manipulated all over the place and i'm you sure know, it happens to me too but like not on like such a massive mass scale, scale i don't think yeah the thing that bothers me the most is it's not even the it's like not that people aren't even reading the article they're not even reading the headlines they're reading someone's reaction to it yeah, yeah 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 and they're like all right i'm i'm with them i was also specifically to do with uh, the coronavirus um in regards to um the how the, the vaccination vaccination was uh, lobbied to be uh, intellectual property at all costs by um billionaires like bill gates and shit and so now most of the world still is unvaccinated that's uh the, to me that's like the the the, the grim obelisk of uh, climate change is like yeah, we're not fucking we're not doing shit about this because it's uh you can't make money off of it i don't think oh sure you can you just gotta be really cl- you gotta be clever about it well i saw people um there's an article in, I'm, I'm gonna start investing in water rights well you saw the article i think in uh, i don't know one of the bigger publications where um they were talking about the inefficiency of solar panels, but the inefficiency they were talking about is that if there's too many sunny days, yeah, some of the energy is lost. Yeah, so you lose <laughs> profits. That was the problem. <laughs> you can't like charge as much. And I was like, that's not a problem. <laughs> <laughs> but obviously, in the society we live in, the, the the economy, culturally, all around the world, it's well, yeah, that's that's a major problem. So that, uh, that's just another. I don't know. It's I think the ship has sailed. It's fucking going down, and I, I don't know. I'll just try the best to survive. I guess I will persist in some way. But hey, chumps, you wanted a podcast. You didn't want all doom and gloom. Uh, let's talk about something fun. Why don't they make tactical earrings? You know, like you get tactical sunglasses, you get a tactical shirt, but they don't have earrings. Do what are include? tactical shirts? Do I don't know. Pockets? You know, just like the pretend um, tough guys and pretend military men and stuff. They, they wear tactical shit. Nope. I mean, I, yeah, in theory, I do, you know but I don't really know anybody. But well, you don't know him personally, but you see him on the internet all the time. Um, why don't they make earrings for those guys? You think they don't wear earrings? I was thinking um, it'd be cool to get uh, an earring, like a dangle one that's like an actual bullet. And just in case you need to <laughs> commit commit suicide, you have a bullet ready, or you could get like no. A mine would be the one ear is a cyanide capsule, the other yeah. is a set of lockpicks. I was thinking a cyanide capsule would be too. Oh, lockpicks is really good, or um, one of those like thank uh, you unfoldable water filters Vegas. in a capsule on your ear. <laughs> yeah, I'll be ready. No, no, no. I just Something keep a straw down. tucked in my pants at all times. Oh yeah, that one fil- one special straw, right? It can yeah. filter shit. Yeah, just in case anything the goes down. Radiation for some reason. In case anything goes down, I got my water filter on. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I'll survive me for twenty drinks. I think that'd be tight. Um, they of course do have bullet earrings, but that's more of like a punk thing. I don't. I don't usually see too many uh, tough guys wearing them. The real bullets, you know what I mean? You can't pull it off chamber it and shoot a man with it that's for sure i don't know i'll have to get one and find out uh other um funny stuff you see the trailer for season two of the witcher no i haven't watched season one of the witcher i can't mean i watched or, or um 
I read the first collection of short stories. I meant to read the second mm-hmm. collection before I watched the show, but I have not. I haven't watched anything. Yeah, I haven't um, gone back to it since it came out. Um, and I, at the time, I liked it because it was just like uh, hot people doing like hot people stuff in the uh, medieval world, you know, which is that's all sword and sorcery needs to be to me. It's just like, yeah, get a buff guy and some, you know, good looking women and nudity and magic. And Everyone we'll was too clothed in that movie. Uh, and there was not enough bloodshed, you know, yeah. I, I need a real Conan style sword and sorcery. Right. I mean, so I, th- I think for the time period we live in, which is uh, very strangely uh, socially conservative, if anyone's noticed, especially in the media, I think uh, it's pretty good for Witcher is pretty good for our time period. But, I mean, I'm not hell into it. I just brought up the Witcher 2 trailer because they uh, took a Fleet Foxes song and did Why? that did that thing where you slow it down and, like, chop up the vocals to make it more epic oh. for your trailer. Yeah, you maybe changed the uh, the key of the, the song slightly. Yeah, yeah, it fucking sucks. It makes me... I'm not going to watch season two just because <laughs> I was like, this is awful. And just the, the mentality, and I know it's probably Netflix and... It's, it's not it's probably not the creatives and the artists on the show that get to cut the trailer and all that sort of thing but just the mentality the it being advertised that way i was like you know i don't think the witch is for me <laughs> i really did not like the uh, again i we've talked about this on the show before but i didn't like the um the writing in the, in the witcher book that i read like just and it, it, again it's translated from polish so maybe it's just the the translation but the it was like really a fucking slog fucking flat especially for shit like that you can get good translations of like marquis de sade like important things that are considered important works of literature right they usually they have pretty good translations because someone was hella into it and put you right. know a lot of work into it i'm guessing like uh, Wizards of the Coast pumping out a fucking Witcher translation is not going to be. They're not going to go out of their way to make it the prose good. There's so many like, semicolons, yeah, so this, many semicolons. Yeah, I couldn't it, fucking take it. Uh, yep, yeah, this is what the word means. Put that shit in there. It'll be the most literal translation. <laughs> and uh, enjoy. Oh, get uh, me away from here! I'm dying. I got uh, I got mom the um, like the director's cut of Godfather Three. Yeah. Um, and uh, for some reason, that made me want to watch The Godfather, so I watched The Godfather today. And it was pretty. It's a pretty good movie. I don't, it's, it's been like twenty years since I've seen it. I watched the first one like maybe ten years ago, mm-hmm. but I haven't seen the second or third one in a long time. I haven't seen. I'll watch the second one probably tomorrow or the next day while I'm working. Godfather two. Speaking of Godfather, uh, I don't know what I was gonna say. Actually, that was weird. <laughs> hey. I like the first Godfather. The, obviously, the, the the fucking um, restaurant assassination where he gets the gun from the bathroom that scene fucking rules. But um, yeah, Godfather's tight. Francis Ford Coppola is pretty cool. He um, remember George Lucas was always like, yeah, well, I'm just gonna go off and make the movies I want to make, and blah, blah, blah. But he never actually did that. Supposedly, he's actually been making movies. They're just you know, hidden around. And, and, and then been then just socking them away. I don't yeah. know if that's true or not, but I, I've heard that rumor for like 10 years. Yeah. Well, anyways, George Lucas said he was going to do that. And um, despite the rumors, there's no evidence that he actually did. Francis Ford Coppola did actually do that. And um, they're not all very good, but I'm glad that Francis Ford Coppola just gets <laughs> to make whatever he wants. Because that's the dream, baby. The dream unicorn. 
Not me. The dream for me is just to make it a little bit of quiche. A little bit of quiche. I want to sell out as quick as I can. I, want, I can't wait till I blow up and then I can act like I don't know nobody. <laughs> I don't know anybody now. I wish uh, I was thinking last night I was peeing outside, feeling the breeze, smoking a cigarette, Makes sense. you know, doing nighttime stuff. And I was like, you know, I wish I had some places to be so I could enjoy this new Vince Staples album. Because this is definitely like a driving around feeling good album, but I don't have anywhere to go. You fucking, I only ever leave the house to go to the gym. I don't go to the gym. I just fucking do yoga at home. Yogurt. You yeah, can't, yogurt at home. Can't get sick gains doing yoga. I, I mean, you can actually get pretty strong doing yoga, to be honest. Yeah, I, I don't know. I feel pretty, like, my core strength is pretty good. I don't know about, I don't know how much I deadlift. Oh, uh, yeah, I'm, uh, I haven't deadlifted. It got too hot to lift weights in the garage. And, like, uh, the gym I go to doesn't have, like, a good set of deadlifts. So I just don't deadlift anymore. I'm also, like, I've always been um, not a huge fan of deadlifting anyways. Like, I, it's cool to, like, show off how strong you are or whatever. But, like, I'm, because of, like, you and Mum, I'm, like, pretty uh, nervous about fucking up my back. So <laughs> I'm just kind of. <laughs> well, supposedly deadlifts are supposed to be good for your back if you keep the right posture. You have good form, yeah inform but like that's like it's the same thing with um yoga and uh, like the fold forward fold shit like you really have to maintain the right form otherwise you're gonna hurt yourself yeah that's the problem with deadlifting though is like if you you know let your mind drift for like a second you just fucked yourself you know what i mean so it's too risky because i get into the zone when i'm lifting weights you know what i mean i'm not necessarily paying attention to like my form exactly um i don't know how to explain it um it's not like I have bad form or anything. I'm not constantly injuring myself. But um, I, I guess with deadlift, it's um, I don't have like the natural inclination to do it. So it takes a lot of focus to do it. And I don't like focusing that much. I don't like using my brain. <laughs> I do feel like just you, you, you me, dad, um, our hip and lower back structure is, is a little weird compared to most normal people. Well, it's, yeah, my torso and your torso well from our dad we our torsos are really long and it's like all abdomen i don't know theoretically because my arms are pretty long I, it shouldn't be a problem but i don't know i feel like i have to get like way too low and i don't know it's just so it's too much man oh <laughs> <laughs> so i mean and like the gym i go to like i said doesn't have like free barbells that are free that you can deadlift with easily anyway so it's not worth it to do it with the fucking you know, they have, like, the tension bench press, like, the safety ones, so oh, that you yeah. can't, like, that's the only way you can deadlift there, and it's, like, at an angle, and you know what I mean? That's, like, not yeah. really a dead, proper deadlift form. Yeah, it's just, like, like weird. Bench press machines. I'd rather just do push-ups at that point. Yeah, I just do um, dumbbell presses most of the time. If I, like, want, if I see, like, a, a cutie sweetie, and I want to impress her with my ability to bench press, like, you know, big plates... Obviously, you gotta hit the bench press, but otherwise, fucking. Like, you know, <laughs> yeah, you know, because really, that's what women are there for. The gym. Uh-huh. they're there to pick up men. <laughs> yeah, they're there to say who's who's got the biggest chest, huh? And it's me. I have the widest chest and white, <laughs> uh, the widest and the whitest. And the whitest. <laughs> that's like when we were working on the roof. I was like, dude, I fucking, I need to like spend time outside to like acclimate to being in the sun because. When I'm in the sun, it's like immediately like, oh, I'm, what's going on? I'm so weak. Well, I felt pretty good for like an hour or two. But then it, as soon as like 11 o'clock rolls around, I'm like, oof, I'm done. Yeah. It's, uh, I was thinking like 
if shit ever kicks off, like uh, the Civil War, the Revolution, blah, if is everything better happen at night. That shit's never kicking off. Huh? <laughs> That's like I put a fantasy. Yeah. yeah. I'm I'm making a joke, all right, <laughs> about how I can't go out in the sun. But like everyone, we we gotta wait until like seven thirty, and then we can start protesting. <laughs> Nosferatu attacks. <laughs> yeah, I I mean I was putting on I put on sunblock both days and still got sunburnt both days, and it was like after half an hour I could feel it. You know what I mean? Can't be in the sun very long. I noticed uh, you're actually able to tan a little bit, so I guess maybe you got some of the Portuguese genetics, and I didn't get any. Of them. <laughs> uh, I can shit. tan a little bit, but if like if if you compare me to my wife, I look like a fucking white person, the whitest yeah. person you know. And I look even whiter. And your son, one of your sons, Ryan, he's very he's he's yeah, white Ryan like me. Doesn't have, a, doesn't have a fun time in the sun at all. He uh, he had a really bad sunburn one time, and mm. he's refused to go to the pool without a, a t-shirt since then. <laughs> I feel, kind of feel that way now. When I was uh, younger, and especially like in my drinking days, I was like, "Fuck it, who cares?" And I was getting burned all the time. Well, not really. I but hate anytime we go to the even river, when I'm drunk, I'll, I'd rather I'll put on sunblock because I fucking hate a sunburn. It's mostly just any time. Face, I went to ears, river. neck, fuck that shit. <laughs> but uh, nowadays, I'm like fucking. I go to the fucking gym. I'm like better put on sunblock on my face specifically because I don't want to get old. You mean moisturizing sunblock? I, I steal some from my wife occasionally. Yeah, it's like 50 SPF and moisturizer. I think it's. I think hers is 30. Yeah, because I'm. I'm fucking like. Fuck that shit. I'm not getting old. I'm not doing that. But we all get old. Oh yeah, but I want to do it like George Clooney. Like if you see George Clooney now, he's hitting that point where it's like, all right, he looks old now, but he's also like 65 or something. You know? Yeah. Took him a long time. I want. I want to be old as 60, not 40. Yeah, that's what I mean. I'll be old when I'm like old. But I don't want to be old next week, and uh, this might get edited out because uh, I mean some of my my old friends listen to the podcast and stuff. Even though I'd say we're estranged, but like shit, man. Anytime I see pictures of some of my friends and stuff, I'm like, I'm Asian so much better than everyone. <laughs> <laughs> There's people I see on TV. I'm like, you're you're 32. <laughs> I think you don't see that as much anymore on TV and movies and shit because they specifically like don't let normal people be in movies and TV anymore. Uh, we, Court and I have been watching like reality uh, TV. Oh, so we're, you yeah, see that's a little different. More, yeah. <laughs> but no, I mean, I, I'm feeling pretty good about myself sometimes. I kept all my hair, which is important. I think that's the big thing for dudes is like as long as your hairline doesn't look fucked, you're gonna you look pretty good. And like you can't have like terrible like sun damage, right? Seems like as soon as your hairline gets fucked, it's like fucking losing. <laughs> like Tita Buddha There's this clip of uh, Momo from Twice. Eventually I'm gonna stop talking about Twice, but probably not actually. It's like the only thing that keeps so. so happened. Uh, but the Momo's, for, she's from Twice, and she, she's honestly like fucking seems like she's fucking blazed all the time. You know, you know what I mean? Like fucking, you I don't know, know people like people. that. Yeah, yeah. but like it's she's Japanese and lives in Korea, so probably not since that shit's like hella illegal. But um, there's just a clip of her where she's speaking English, but she's just saying, just listing off like food she likes to eat. And I just it got stuck in my head. I like Buddha Jige, <laughs> and I just say it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I like tacos, pizza, taco, pizza. chow mein, specifically house chow mein. You know what I've been craving that um, you basically I don't know anywhere around right here has them good is uh, um what's it called that the pork shit from uh, China Way. What chow tzu? Yeah, chow tzu. Yeah. 
you know, no. the little man from Dragon Ball Z. The uh, you're just talking about like the, the like the, the, the like the pork belly shit, right? Like the yeah. sliced pork. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. called. Uh, I don't remember what the it's called. Like here in the, here in America, I know the Chinese word is uh, cha su. Something like cha su. Well, last time I went to Golden Harvest looking at their menu, that was only like a week ago. I think they just have it listed as like sliced barbecue pork, but you know what they're talking about. The shit that's like got red skin, right? Yeah, that's the one. They get that red color. Traditionally, it's supposed to be from like fermented bean paste, I think. But a lot of places apparently just use red food coloring. Now. Yeah. You, can't, you can't taste food coloring. It just makes it look right. Seems fine to me. No, nah, not to me. I want the authentic shit. Also, uh, Mushu pork pancakes. I'm really going to want those, too. Oh, uh, yeah. That's right. From, from uh, Dynasty. Mm-hmm. Dynasty. I want Buddha JK. <laughs> Gogi. Go go, I go to the meat. Let me get the meat. Let me get the meat. That's why I say to all the fine looking ladies, I say, hey, let me get that meat. <laughs> and they say, get away from me, you fucker. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what the fuck's wrong with you, you weirdo? No, I don't talk to women that way. <laughs> Lord knows I do. I guess, like, uh, girlfriends in, like, a playful way. You know what I mean? Because it's fun to, like, bully each other if you have that kind of relationship. Specifically, one ex-girlfriend. <laughs> like, I always, she, <laughs> never mind. I don't want to talk about it. It's, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just because it's, like, too intimate for the podcast sort of thing. <laughs> But you get what I'm saying, you know what I'm saying. You say, hey, give me the meat. Let me get that butt. What? What? Get that booty again. Oh, what have you been up to besides helping me with my roof? Listening to Vince Staples' new album. Wishing I had places to drive and listen to it at. I'm just sitting in the house listening to it. It's better than Tyler Crater's album. <laughs> Fucking Zoomers. Stupid Tyler Creator. What do you mean? <laughs> uh, no, I hate. I don't need to pit two uh, successful charismatic black men against each other. They're both good. Yes, you do. Ways. There can only be only one. I just, uh, I just vibe with Vince Staples one. He's my kind of guy. My kind of fella. There's only one one successful black man in America at any time. Ah shit! Who's it gonna be? Uh, it's DJ Academics. Fuck. Speaking of, I saw. I don't want to talk about Cuba on the podcast, so let's not get into that at all. But I did. No, let's do it. (laughs) No, I saw a clip of someone um, uh, on uh, uh, the Breakfast Club talking to Charlemagne the God, and he was like, he was talking shit about Fidel Castro, and he was like, that's a white man. You know, he's Italian. And it's like, well, he's a white man, but he's not Italian. You can, like, get the facts right. And still say he's a white man. <laughs> <laughs> he's uh, Spanish, and his mother's from the Canary Islands. So, like, mm, Canary Islands, I believe, uh, they're obviously there. Spain owns them, but uh, the, the ethnic group of the Canary Islands, they're closely related to the Berber people, North Africans. Are they technically white? Let's ask a racist. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in the classical sense... Yes. yes, they're why. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, but they have a culture that's uh, a little bit different than Northern Europe. You know what I mean? They don't necessarily take after the, the great societies like Greece and Rome from, uh, you know, the Mediterranean and North Africa. <laughs> <laughs> Famous slave-owning societies, yeah. 
that's just funny to me that they, they, they the presumption that there's a long unbroken like tradition of Western culture from Greece to fucking oh English. I fucking hate <laughs> yeah, that's okay. just Ben Shapiro conservative <laughs> bullshit. I fucking hate that's that. That's fucking the worst. The worst. <laughs> yeah, man. It's fucking Greece handed it off to Rome, and then Rome said, "England, you're up next." <laughs> Stupid. The fucking yeah, the most ahistorical bullshit from supposed historians. Honestly, the um getting like way deep into the granule uh nature of like ethnicity and culture and stuff is fucking weird. Like I mean it's I love learning about different ethnicities and cultures and stuff, but trying to classify and list everyone, you know what I mean? That shit's getting fucking weird again. <laughs> it's like yeah, I know what you mean. Um, like, you have Fidel Castro, that's an Italian man. And then even me refuting it. Like, well, no, he's Spanish and his mother's from the Canary Islands. Which is, like, it's like, that's not really the point. Like, who cares? <laughs> yeah, you know like, I mean? yeah, fucking, why does it matter, actually? Why <laughs> 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 does that shit? I, obviously, there's all around the world, people in power have made it matter, right? But in my day to day life, it's like, hmm, I don't think I fucking care. <laughs> It's like, oh, get me away from here. I'm dying. Uh, Kim Jong-un. You seen his no. haircut? I heard he lost weight recently. Yeah, he did lose weight, so he's looking good. Good for him, you know? <laughs> he's trying to hang in there because he doesn't have an area, I don't think, does he? Not that I know of, but who knows in North Korea, right? I don't know right. that they necessarily tell uh, the law that she gets out to, to the wider Western world. Yeah, they are pretty uh, insular. He's like, oh, get me away from here, I'm dying. <laughs> that's a Xi Jinping, or I mean, a Kim Jong-un song for sure. I guess, no, that's uh, Jair Bolsonaro. <laughs> oh, get me away. <laughs> He's always dying. <laughs> I remember like, uh, like, two days ago, I read he had hiccups because of his uh He had too much doo-doo. <laughs> he had too much doo-doo. It was, coming out, it was coming out. They had to get it out of his nose. <laughs> they were sucking doo-doo out of his nose. That guy's crazy, man. He's just... He loves to die. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, his whole image seems to be like, yeah, I'm in the hospital almost dying, but for me. He's under like a witch's curse. <laughs> He's a, the victim of uh, <laughs> Brujaria. It's <laughs> a Fear Street 1666. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They got him. It's just a long curse. Uh, what the, other the, world? The real curse is the, the deforestation of the rainforest. Yeah. Oh, I saw that the Amazon was putting out more CO2 than it was... Uh, converting so that should be yeah. good yeah a good sign yeah basically when i get on the internet it's just a bunch of like stupid people and teenagers with stupid bad opinions and like 40 year olds with bad opinions and then also uh here's the grimmest news article you've seen in the last 15 minutes and then 15 minutes later there'll be another one <laughs> i just go fuck that man i'm gonna go fucking watch twice music videos that's what i'm all about now i saw um like clips of them performing and shit in Korea, and I noticed uh, obviously worldwide their their audience and fan base seems to be like high school and college age girls and shit, as you would expect. But in Korea, it looks like man. it's um a lot of creepy older men. So I'm in good company. <laughs> as soon as I get to Korea, I'll be with my people. Um, I don't know what made me think of this. Maybe it's just the idea of thrice. But can we talk about how Gwen Stefani has the worst taste in men? Who's that dude she's married to? The country Blake man, Shelton. Right? That's right. He's a country man, right? He's the sexiest man alive in 2019. Never have I felt sexier than when they, people named him the sexiest man alive. I was like, you know what? Maybe white privilege is real. 
I feel like at that point, like there shouldn't have been any doubt in your mind. <laughs> That's really tipped it over the edge for me. I just dumb. fucking Gavin Rosdale, Blake Shelton, the fucking dork from her, from No Doubt, the bass player, all <laughs> awful choices. That guy was cute though, the bass player, No Doubt. Well, no, he wasn't, Kyle. You're, you're, you're got rose-colored glasses. I think he's. I think Gavin Rosdale's cute too, right? Oh, gross, Kyle. Gross. He was in Constantine, right? As uh, the demon man. I don't remember when Constantine. To be honest, isn't that sure. Gavin Rosdale in Constantine? Well, shit, Gavin Rosdale. Yeah, he plays Balthazar, the guy that gets. Uh, remember in the end, he gets his face like shot off by Constantine. <sighs> no. Yeah, that's I don't Gavin Rosdale. Well. <laughs> One of the common questions on uh, Google is, is the guy from Bush and Constantine? <laughs> <laughs> fucking better believe it, man. That's Gavin Rosdale. Don't like give him any show. credit for anything. Gavin Rosdale should be forgotten. He should be in the dustbin of history. He's like kind of pretty British looking. Um, but I, yeah, he's handsome. How dare you? What sort of songs is that? I don't... Did, uh, what, Glycerine what? is the only one I remember. Oh, yeah, that's what it is. That's the Bush song that's famous. There's... Uh, what about Monkey Ranch? Was that uh, Bush? Isn't that Foo Fighters? That's Foo Fighters. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> it is the Foo Fighters. Holy shit. <laughs> I honestly thought it was like Bush or something. <laughs> wow. Dave Girl's going to show up at your house tonight and beat the shit out of you. Dave Grohl, Gavin David Rosdale, Bush. How's Glycerin go? I don't want to be your Glycerin. <laughs> Is that it? No, I, just, I just remember the, the Glycerin. Oh, Wait, breathe in, breathe out. Is that it? No, that's not it. That's not breathe in. That's a different ah, song. shit. I'm going to, hold on, I'm going to listen to it real quick. Glycerin? Hold on, I'll, pull, I'll put it on there. All right, play that shit. Oh, it's kind of, sorry, atmospheric intro. That sucks. It's Bush still my music. <laughs> Oh my it. god, they, they think they do. <laughs> well, this one, the riff sounds familiar. Oh, yeah, don't let the days go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, for real, I feel. It's not like. Oh, yeah. Everything's going gray. Oh. Oh. You're going away. Oh. <laughs> they got strings in this shit. Glycerin. Glycerin. Glycerine, I said that. Oh, I thought glycerin is how it's pronounced, is it? Glycerine. Is glycerine a different compound than glycerin? No, it's the same thing. Oh, you just pronounced differently because they're British, probably, I guess. Or maybe I'm saying it wrong. I don't know. Yeah, obviously, the British invented the language you're saying. Yeah, I guess I'm saying it wrong. It's aluminium. Say it correctly, you fucking Um, yank. That's the strings were a little bit embarrassing, but honestly, the the vocal melody is not too bad. It's just the lyrics. They're like, "What? What are you talking that about?" Sense. <laughs> I also we were talking about Interpol earlier, though, and the lyrics in Interpol songs are fucking <laughs> ridiculous. I guess. I mean, I like Beck a lot, and I don't think any of his, his lyrics make sense. Yeah. <laughs> Broken Drum is about Elliot Smith. 
<laughs> that one makes a little bit of sense. Yeah. Uh shit. Well, uh, we got what else could we talk about? We're getting we're getting a bit long on the tooth here. It's probably been about an hour, right? It's got a hard stop. That's it. I'm I'm only willing to do one hour of uh, conversation. <laughs> only do one hour of work a week. So please donate to the Patreon for this fire. This white hot content. Well, we we're gonna do the Poly Shore retrospective. When you when you actually want to put that out, so I can start listening to, or watching these movies. Friday, August twentieth. So that gives you like. <laughs> oh, I got a shit ton of time. <laughs> five weeks. Yeah. Yeah, so we got some time to kill. I can watch a movie a week, basically. Pretty much. I mean, you're going to end up wanting to watch Son-in-Law multiple times, I think. Mm, I've seen it a bunch of times. Like, uh, that and Casino Man are probably only Polishar movies I've seen multiple times. I've seen In the Army now multiple times because it was on HBO a lot. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Plus, it's got Tank Girl in it. Yeah, it's got Lori Petty. I remembered her name this time. No, no. Pa-pow! Tank Girl. She's only like specifically hot to me in Tank Girl. Well, no, she's 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 real cutie, sweetie cutie all the time back then. But like specifically in Tank Girl because she's like punk rock. It's, uh, uh, that's always been my style, I guess. Not anymore though. Now I like um, sweet girls in mom jeans, ladies. Hell yeah! <laughs> I like David Allen Greer. David Allen Greer. We need to watch uh, fucking Blank Man or Mo Money. I know he's not in Mo Money, but Blank Man made me think of uh, um, Damon Wayans. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's in uh, in the army now, though. Oh yeah, he is, huh? That's what movie. So was um, Andy Dick, right? Andy Dick, yeah. He ki- he fucking he killed uh, Phil Hartman. Phil Hartman got him killed. I mean, not really, but I could see where you where you put the pieces together, John Lovett. <laughs> Especially if you're uh, if you're at a bar with Andy Dick and he's he's talking some shit, I can understand why you might punch him in the face. <laughs> yeah, I love it. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> I get it. The critic. All right, that I guess that'll do it. On that note, we support John Lovett and his right to punch Andy Dick. Here, Andy Dick's kind of an asshole, anyways. He did get he did personally kill Phil Hartman with his bare hands, so it makes sense. That's the story um, I heard. If you enjoy what we do here on this podcast, that's about um, hot takes. Uh, I, I think it's about '90s uh, alternative rock bands at this point. <laughs> Let the days go by glycerin. It's actually you also have a song about uh, glycerin. She puts glycerin on her toast. Wait, who's that? That's uh, the the one band, the weird band. Kesha. God damn it. Flaming Lips, they have a song about Glycerin, right? Oh. I'm not too familiar. Well, there was a period where I tried to get into Flaming Lips back in the day because other people who were into music on the internet, like older folks, said that they were good, but I can never really get into them that much. Yeah, that's kind of how I feel about Flaming Lips is it seems like everybody else likes them a lot more than me. Yeah. Like, some of their... their, I don't want to say hits because they never like had mainstream success really, but some of their bigger songs that have like that epic uplifting feel to it, I could see like um, having sex on Molly to those songs and stuff. So I'll give them that credit. Uh, that's about it, though. <laughs> <laughs> Please tell your friends and family. If you think that Gwen Stefani has terrible taste in men, like the podcast. I don't know if anyone cares about Gwen Stefani anymore. I do, Kyle. I do. 
uh, rate and review, even five stars or whatever the best score possible is for any podcast on whatever platform you choose to use. If you have um, money just lying around, I know a lot of you do because um, you at least have more money than I do. If you look at the, 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 the ladder of socioeconomic status, um, I'm down there on the bottom rung, so I, I need your money. Yeah, I get like a two birth. I am white, though, so I do have the chance of becoming People Magazine's sexiest man alive for no reason. <laughs> so we'll you need to gain about 30 pounds of just pure fat. If you want to get People Magazine off the magazine racks... And out of the eyes of our um, vulnerable Using children, young, older females, please donate to the podcast at our Patreon. Uh, once we start getting a, you know a little bit of income, maybe we'll have merchandise. Who knows? But the important thing is the word of mouth. All right, Batman Begins when it came out, not much fanfare. WDB didn't think it was going to do very well. Comic book movies weren't what they were at the time. Uh, word of mouth legs in the theater. Word of mouth got Batman Begins. That's what got you the Dark Knight. Heath Ledger's Joker. I know all you kids love that shit. And then Bane and stuff, whatever. So turn this podcast into the Batman, uh, Begins. Batman Begins. And then the sequel of the podcast will be pretty good, but for some reason, completely without um, realistic violence, which is kind of weird to have violence in the movie and then not show the consequences of it and think that's better for society. I don't know, whatever, but our podcast will be like that too. And then we'll make a third podcast that just won't be very good. And we'll have the podcast will be about some sort of revolutionary figure who's completely right about society, but is still a villain anyways. Was Bane right about society though? Gotham fucking sucked. <laughs>